podcast Ascenta Insight Series 2. I'm your host, Nande Velding, a senior partner at Ascenta Partners, a contemporary executive search firm in London, where I run the global consumer and brand practice. Series 2 is themed purpose, which is a popular topic at the moment and includes multiple aspects such as branding, sustainability, diversity and inclusion, well-being and much more. Series 2 has a similar format in terms of Ascenta inviting guest speakers from all around the world to share their inspiring stories, thoughts and insights on purpose-driven topics. As more and more companies are transforming to a more sustainable business model, we've asked a sustainability expert to share some personal reflections based on her impressive career. Today's guest is Pia Heidenmark-Cook, Chief Sustainability Officer at Inca the largest IKEA retail franchise with operations in 30 countries and a 40 billion euro turnover, aka the world's largest home furnishing company. She's an advocate of positive change and stubborn optimist to use her own words. Pia has 25 years of experience of corporate sustainability and she currently leads a global team of more than 100 professionals at IKEA. She's in charge of the People and Planet Positive Strategy where she leads and drives sustainability. Additionally, she's a member of the retail management team and co-chair with group CEO of their sustainability committee. Pia will share more about the core learnings and insights that she has gained over the past 20 plus years leading sustainability in large international companies. We hope you enjoy this concise and reflective sharing by her. And Pia, over to you. Thanks, Nanda. So I'm here to reflect on successful sustainability transformations in companies, really reflecting on what it takes uh, to be able to do that and what are the key drivers and what are the key success factors. And to summarize, what I see uh, is different phases in a transformation that companies go through. Uh, and I also see that there's um, several different factors, of course, that contribute to a successful transformation. And you can divide them in hard, harder factors and more softer factors, with harder factors being around uh, clarity of roles and responsibilities, um, goal setting, uh, performance follow-up, incentives, etc. Whereas the softer factors, which I would say are instrumental for a successful transformation, are really around leadership, uh, around change management and talent, because sustainability is something that you need to engage the entire organization around, and it is knowledge heavy. So you need to secure a transfer of knowledge to the organization. So those are the main uh, things I will uh, spend the next 10 minutes uh, talking about. So if I look at uh, the transformation and the different phases, I do see that companies often start with sustainability from a risk minimization dimension, really reflecting on what are the risks uh, in terms of legality or externalities that will impact the company negatively and you hedge against those. Then you move on to more looking at 
the uh, the customer um, aspects, seeing that there are opportunities related to sustainability, new revenue streams, but also cost effectiveness and maybe cost avoidance by changing your, your business model to really be more future fit. And then thirdly, um, the, it's really more around truly putting sustainability at the core of your purpose and reflecting on all the stakeholders you have around you to really reflect on how can you be relevant to those stakeholders. So not only shareholders or customers or co-workers, but the community and the environment um, that you are so dependent on. And there are very few companies in this space, and I would say there's very few companies that have yet to fully transform into a sustainable business model because it is a changing um, goal set uh, and we are all on a journey to achieve this. But I would say there are some companies that have come further and this is where I really want to take the learnings from what I have seen. So if, if I start out, I think one of the biggest things to reflect on when you set out to do a transformation, and it sits in the word transformation, of course, is that it's about change management. So no matter if it's sustainability or any other topic, it is about change management. So you need to reflect on where are your stakeholders on this change journey? Who are they that you need to work with? And really then setting up a clear plan on how to engage and involve the right stakeholders to achieve this journey. The second reflection I have around sustainability per se uh, is that it is a complex and complicated topic. So it is about uh, natural science, so climate change, biodiversity, water stewardship. These are technical issues. So you need expertise uh, to be able to, to work on them, but also on the social side, when it comes to human rights, child rights, uh, diversity and inclusion, that there are they're tricky topics and you need to balance to get it right. So you need the right competence in the organization to be really able to do this. It's also complex because it is very much an outside in topic. So it's constantly evolving demands and expectations. If it's from legislation or if it's from customer demands or, or your employees, it is a constantly evolving topic. So you need to really have big ears and listen and tune in to what is happening around you to really be successful. Then I think on the more hard factors, it is a lot around embedding sustainability in the way you do your business. So understand your business, understand the value chain, understand where the big impacts are, and really make sure that the functions and roles in the organization that are critical for this, embrace this and understand and take their responsibility. Then of course, the sustainability team is there with that extra expertise and deep expertise, but this is a partnership between the relevant function, if it, this is around, for example, uh, smarter logistics or more environmentally uh, adapted logistics, then your fulfillment and logistics team, of course, are instrumental in this. If this is around how you engage with your customers uh, and, and really use this as a way of connecting and engaging with your customers, your marketing and your communication team and your sales team are instrumental in driving this, where you again, you support. Uh, if this is more around the energy efficiency of your buildings and your operations, then your operations or your real estate team is critical that they see that this is their role and this is how they contribute. So really being clear on what is it we want to achieve? What are the goals? 
um, and, and who needs to be involved in this? What are the process and the steps that needs to, uh, to happen? So those are really, really critical. So the, the roles and responsibilities. And, and then of course, there's the whole part of setting clear goals that people understand in the organization, performance follow-up that you're following up and making clear as you do with your financial results, where are we and how are we doing? And really also encourage those uh, and see those that are doing well, but also of course, looking at lifting up those that are lagging behind. So creating that visibility and transparency is critical. And then I would say a lot of this has to do with the soft factors. So really engaging your many coworkers, it needs to be bottom up uh, as much as it needs to be top down because you need your board, you need the, the buy-in, the, the direction, and the clear frame from your board and from your top management, but you also need the many managers uh, and the middle managers and also the co-workers to truly secure a transformation. And that is a lot around knowledge and talent. You need to spot your talent, you need to identify them, you need to really work with what are the sustainability competences and knowledge that is needed for the organization to, to change and adapt. Again, identify who are the critical roles that really needs to understand a lot. And then what is it the many need to know? Because not everyone needs to know everything. And again, securing that you have a super competent, state-of-the-art sustainability team that is there to support and engage uh, the many on, on the deep uh, knowledge that is needed. Then I would say it's not only about inside, it's also about joining partnerships, finding the right stakeholders outside of your organization that you can work with so that you together can achieve the goals. Because most things with sustainability are broader and bigger than one company can solve. So you really need to work with other industry actors, consumer groups, NGOs, uh, governments, etc., etc., to really achieve your goals. And then I think it's also critical that it is a part of your internal and your external communication strategy, because sustainability um, is really something that is evolving uh, and it's so interconnected with what's going on in society. So as a company, be clear on your purpose, who you are, what you stand for, and dare then to speak up both to your employees so they can trust you and they know that this is what uh, this is who I'm working for, but also externally, because we need companies on this journey to really speak up and show that they are taking this for serious. And that also makes it easier for other companies to join, but also for governments to take the necessary steps that we know we need to take. So fundamentally, it is around having a clear purpose and a clear direction uh, having a sustainability specialist that can support the organization, but really securing a talent shift within the whole organization to be able to transform the company. And I think it's really, really important to reflect on the people dimension in this, because it is change management, and we know that change management per definition is hard work. We also know it's demanding, but it's also rewarding, because this is something that really engages the many people. People get so inspired by contributing and feeling that they do something that is a bit bigger than maybe their normal day-to-day -day work. And they contribute to something that is longer term than only the quarterly kind of here and now results. 
So you need to be a stubborn optimist when you lead this, but you need to believe that we can change this. I mean, so the science is clear. We have till 2030 when we need to have the collective CO2 emissions. So not only within one company, but within all of us, all our governments, countries, cities um, and, and companies. So we have the next nine years to really, truly make a difference. And the generation that lives today, there's never been a generation with as much knowledge and facts to know what to do. We just need to really trigger the things in us to make it happen and to do it. So I just want to end by saying purpose and people is critical for us to really be able to save the planet. And I think it's important to remember that there's no business on a dead planet. So thank you. Thank you, Pia. And indeed, we all have a responsibility in saving the planet and transforming businesses to a more sustainable business model. It is interesting to see how the pandemic appears to have propelled a higher level of awareness in this field, as talent is more conscious of a brand's values and purpose than ever. So it truly becomes a talent acquisition tool, as we've heard several times before from other guest speakers last year. Thank you for joining us today, and we'll be back soon with another purpose-driven theme and episode. Till then, take care and please subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss the next episode.